I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the U.S. Hey Rush Nation, it is time to review the waiver wire, and that's right. Um, not too much, I would say, on the waiver wire today or this week. Um, it's definitely a bit thinner on talent, but we're here to guide through and see uh, who we can pick up just to help you. It's week ten. So we're only five weeks away from the fantasy playoffs in a standard league. You might play a custom league where it's a bit earlier or a bit later. But most leagues, um, we've got five regular season games left, trade deadlines of this week and next week. So, you know, keep on top of those. Time to make some moves and maybe you can supplement your team with some wave wire additions. So let's go through and look at them again. I'm going to use... Um, ESPN models, just find them easier to find everything that I need there. Um, sub 30%, there really isn't anyone on the list that I would be looking to grab, unfortunately. Um, you know, your choices are Jimmy Garoppolo, who's fine, but he's not exactly what you'd be playing in a 1QB league. Um, Andy Dalton, no. Ryan Tannehill, no. Jacoby <laughs> Brissett, no. Sam Elegant, no. Um, so, uh, realistically, if you are, uh, in the league where you need a QB this week, you're not by, it's going to be very slim pickings. Hopefully in that league, 
you might be able to pick up. These are some of the players who are under 50% owned. Justin Fields will be the very first one I would add. A huge week. Um, as I said last night's show, third game in a row, top five QB. Fifth in a row where he's been a top 12 QB. Huge rushing day on Sunday, um, 42.72 uh, QB points, uh, fantasy points. A huge, huge, huge um, week for him. And I'm not saying it's going to be that every every week, but I think now we're seeing that Justin Fields is this guy who you can start in fantasy football. You should be starting him over uh, Aaron Rodgers. You should be starting him over Tom Brady. You should be starting him over the fair majority of of QBs. He's QB7 on the year. He's just overtaken Geno Smith. As Q- <laughs> I mean, what a weird season that we're talking about. But effectively, the top five are another big shock. Allen, Mahomes, uh, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray even at six probably wouldn't be a big shock. And then you've got seven is Fields. Eight is Geno Smith. Nine is Joe Lawrence. Um, so, yeah, that kind of tells you everything you need to know. And so I would be looking at um, picking up Justin Fields if you could. Um, he's worth at least sort of 5% of your fab, maybe even a, a little bit more than that. If he's not available, uh, the next couple here, Daniel Jones, Marcus Mariota, and Jared Goff. Uh, I would say they're pretty much – I'd have Mariota first of that list, then I would have Jones and Goff as a, as a bit of a – a toss-up. They're almost identical in terms of fantasy points scored, and they both had a buy. So um, there's not a big difference in in these guys. It's it's literally ten points across the season. Although Mariota has uh, not had a buy yet, so realistically, for me, they're all pretty close to being the same. I think Jones is probably the most consistent of the three. He has uh, the highest sort of points per game followed by Goff, followed by Mariota, but Mariota probably has the highest ceiling of these players, and and that's what you're looking for for a bi-week cover. He also has Carolina on Thursday Night Football, which, um, whilst Daniel Jones has Houston, uh, Jared Goff has Chicago. So they're all pretty decent matchups. So I think any of those three, you can spend 3% of fab, um, and I think you grab them. I think um, they're the ones you, you need to be looking at. Uh, outside of the under 50% owned, but there isn't anyone in that 30% owned range. I think Fields, you could stretch to as much as 10% of fab for sure. Um, If you're really struggling at QB, if you're struggling with a a Tom Brady, for example, or an Aaron Rodgers, then, you know, pivot to Fields is probably a pretty good play. Uh, Let's move on to the running backs. And in terms of running backs this week, it's, again, under 30%, very, very slim pickings. Um, the pivot plays will, will typically be like Jarrett McKinnon or Kenneth Gainwell. I can't advise picking up those guys. Jarrett McKinnon very much got volume in a, in a game where they abandoned the run, and I can't see that being sustainable. Kenneth Gainwell, very similar, kind of was just used as a back who uh, was picking up points uh, towards the end of a game. I, it's just For me, they're not really options for me, even though they both got double-digit fantasy points. Again, with Raheem, you know, Raheem Blackshear, he's 1.3% owned, but you know, he got 15 fantasy points, but with box score chasing, if you're picking him up, um, he literally was on minus uh, 0.4 coming into this week. And again, he picked up work, uh, but we're going to see Tuba Hubbard back. So there really, again, isn't a lot of options under 30% owned. Tuba Hubbard is, is 30% owned. He is probably the best bet out there as is Isaiah Pacheco. 
Isaiah Pacheco for me is is easily the best option you can pick up right now. I think, uh, as I said on last night's show, he is going to uh, get a lot more work. Uh, six of the nine games the Chiefs have remaining, they're playing three win teams or fewer. Um, they're going to give a lot of volume to Pacheco. He's usurped uh, CEH as, as the starter. So he's 27.3% owned on ESPN. I'd be looking to get a good waiver claim on him. I think he's worth, because of that schedule, when we're up to 10% of FAB. Um, hopefully you'll get him a bit cheaper because the box score didn't look that good this weekend. Not a ton of points he's put up this season, but I do expect him to get better. Uh, as I said, there's the opportunity will grow towards the end of the season and the Chiefs march on to a playoff spot. Those are the two I would kind of focus on uh, and sort of under the 30% uh, range. If we're looking, if you want to take a flyer, uh, Damian Williams, I've talked about him in, in previous weeks. He's also available uh, at 2.1% owned. He's yet to play, but at some point I see him coming back and, and taking over from Tyler Algier and Caleb Huntley and getting a bit of a role. That's what they paid him for. So as soon as he's ready, and I think they've been cautious with him because they don't want him to burn out. They don't want him to re-injure himself. So that's where I think he's going to have a, a role going forward. Um, one cheeky play you could make this week is Kenyon Drake. He's moved up to 45% owned um, as of yesterday. So a lot of movement on the back of his touchdown day. Um, big day, he got a Monday night football. And so as a result, Kenyon Drake is someone I would imagine is not going to be picked up too much because of the fact that he is on a bye this week. But I do think he's someone that's worth rostering, especially until J.K. Dobbins comes back. He's going to have these boom or bust games. But, you know, if you're on the right side of the, one of those boom games like you were last night, then I think you're in good position. Another potential ad there is Jeff Wilson, 44.6% owned. Um, he's really much made this a committee with uh, Mostert and the fact he got so much work in his first game I wonder if they trend towards making him uh, a bit more of a feature back I'm not too sure all the usage at the moment says that's a two-man committee but having said that it is one game if you want to get ahead of that I think both these guys are worth uh, 5% waiver ads this week and I think you could pick them up um, and just see what happens but yeah I'd be I'd be sort of looking um, and monitoring that situation I don't think there's anyone else that under 50% owned that you can look at. If you can find, if, for example, um, Dion Jackson miraculously still on your waiver wire, he's someone I'd be looking to grab uh, quite significantly, uh, as I think there could be a chance that Jonathan Taylor gets shut down. I talked about that on last night's show. Moving on to the wide receivers this week. And again, uh, you know, the, the key ones under 30% owned is... You know, looking at uh, Robbie Anderson, he's not really done anything in the box score, but he is starting to get starter snaps. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones is one I'd be looking at. He was dropped quite a bit last week. He's down at 12% owned. Um, wide receiver 52, but we have got Deshaun Watson coming back, and there's some good games, some good shootout games, like they've got Miami this week. So Donovan Peoples-Jones is a player that if you're in a league, it's quite a deep league with quite a few bench or flex spots. He's one I'd be looking to pick up, whether as a stash or whether to play as a low-end flex this week. He should be around sort of the 10 PPR point mark. Um, there's an upward trend for Terence Marshall Jr., 8.4% owned. 
Uh, he is getting more and more work in this offense. That QB situation is in flux. It looks like uh, PJ Walker is going to start again, which is good news for Terrence Marshall Jr. They're starting to develop a bit of an understanding there. I think if you're looking at Terrence Marshall Jr., Donovan Peoples Jones, um, Robbie Anderson, and I put Robbie Anderson beneath both of those two uh, by quite some distance. And I would say that both of those players are well worth in that sort of three, four percent of fab, maybe even up to five percent of fab. Uh, next tier down, Wondell Robinson, he's coming off a bye, so hopefully he's got a bit healthy. And uh, he's dropped because of the buy. he's dropped to 20% owned. So he's someone that I'd be looking to uh, add as a good sort of, especially in the PPR league. In a standard league, I wouldn't be touching him, but in a PPR league, uh, you should get a ton of receptions out of the slot there. Uh, so I, I like that as a, as a pickup. Um, Zay Jones is still hovering at 30% owned. He's one I'd be looking to pick up. I think they're worth a 2-3% of fabs. Uh, they're well worth a, an effort. And I think that's really sort of it. Um, anyone else in this sort of range under 50% owned, the Michael Gallops, could be interesting off the buy, be interesting to see what happens. Um, we'll wait and see when Jahar Dotson's back. He's dropped to 35% owned, but he was have, he was averaging uh, 10 and a half PPR points per game. So he'd be an interesting player to look at. McCole Harbin is 36% owned. He had a good week this week. Maybe against the, the weaker opposition we've seen, we might see McCole Harbin start to emerge a little bit. I think he's more risky. I think he's going to have these boom and bust weeks. So it's a harder one for me to sit here and project, but he's sitting as a wide receiver three right now, and he's 36% owned. He should be picked up and owned uh, in three, you know, and that 3% of fab range is, is a good amount for him. Julio Jones is another one, 25.9% owned. Um, box score doesn't look particularly great for him, but he got quite a bit of target usage, and I think he's someone that will see more work. It's just whether or not he stays healthy. He's worth a potential flyer as the season gets on, if the Buccaneers can get going, but he will have a bye after this week. So um, there is that impending uh, bye coming up, and that might refrain you, but it also means you might get him cheaper if other players are thinking thinking the same there. Um Going on to tight ends, it's not uh, a hunting ground for tight ends at the moment uh, when it comes to looking out there. Greg Dulcich is still under 30% owned. He's the tight end I'd be owning before this week. He um, you know, was coming in off his previous game spell of four or five games as the tight end three. In PPR format, he's a very safe play uh, moving forward. So I think Greg Dulcich is someone I'd be looking to, to definitely pick up uh, and utilize. Cole Komet uh, is someone that you can uh, pick up in three touchdowns his last two games. He started to see some lives, including two touchdowns at the weekend. He's 27% owned. Both of those are worth uh, a 5% fab bid just because there's so little um, option there. K-Dotton as well, 5% owned, 5.1% owned. He scored the game-winning touchdown for the Buccaneers. He's someone who's been increasingly getting a little bit more work and brought along best week of the season so far for him. And given the fact that he was trusted with that big play, nine seconds left on the clock, that tells you what's going to happen. But again, he has a buy coming up. Whereas Dulcich and Komet both had their buys out of the way. Komet is a decent matchup, matchup against Detroit uh, this week. Dulcich is against Tennessee. is not bad. And even Ottens this week is probably the best of the lot. Um, but having said that, all those three are pretty decent options under 30% owned. If you want to look over that, um, I mentioned uh, Noah Fant on a show last week. 
Uh, no, and, and I've mentioned it in some messages to people that Noah Fant has been trending upwards in this Seattle offense. He's been third in yards, uh, third in air yards, third in routes run. And he has the Buccaneers, who are, again, a bottom 10 uh, defense when it comes to points conceded to tight ends. He's just over 30% owned, 31.8% owned. He's a pretty solid, uh, consistent bet, but not the ceiling as someone like Komet or maybe Dulcich has, but a pretty safe uh, floor in this team. He's kind of eliminated the other tight ends there and has put himself ahead of the pack. If we're going at that under 50% owned still, Robert Tonyan is at 50% owned. And I think given all the injuries now to Dobbs uh, at, at the position, I think you're going to see more work from Tonyan. I think he's got a pretty safe floor. He's averaging sort of eight and a half fantasy points a game right now. So he's someone that I'd be looking to just to add. It's not sexy, but he's not going to absolutely kill you. Um, you've got players like Isaiah Likely. I don't think he's going to be much after the bye. Uh, Tyler Conklin's on his bye. So, and he didn't put up much this week. So, you know, if you've got either of those players, you can drop them and pick up one of the players that I mentioned. Uh, streaming options this week, if we're looking at uh, matchups and ownerships, the Cardinals against the Rams, believe it or not, the Rams are um, giving up those points, especially if you look at their turnover differential in the fourth quarter, they've given up, um, it's minus eight. If you're looking up at the amount of sacks they're giving up at the moment, um, Stafford has been sacked almost as many times in the first eight games this season uh, than he's been all of last season. So the offensive line is struggling. There's sack opportunities. The Cardinals could be a really interesting play this week. Um, but they are away, but the time difference, because they're on the same coast, shouldn't be too bad. That might be a, a, a sneaky, interesting play. Uh, as well as the Raiders, they're significantly uh, under-owned for me, given their schedule coming up. Um, and you know, the Cardinals are 11th DST, so that's where people might have more confidence, whereas the Raiders are 31st. But they are playing Indy, who just put up three points at the weekend and are in complete disarray. Jeff Saturday has the job there. He could, They could be a really, really good addition uh, this week and one that might be worth exploiting um, significantly. If the Saints are out there, they've got Pittsburgh. That's a good matchup. Uh, definitely like the look of that one. And... The Falcons have Carolina. They're a bit of disarray right now. That could be an interesting matchup. Uh, but I would you know, probably lean more towards someone like the Titans, who are a top 14D. And they have Denver this week, so they could exploit that situation quite significantly. So that's what we've got for DSTs and streaming kickers this week. If we're looking at um, kicking opportunities here, we're looking at probably... Robbie Gould is only 10% owned. Uh, he's got the Chargers, so he'll see some points opportunities. Uh, Riley Patterson against KC, they'll be chasing the game, so he could be an interesting pickup this week. Matt Prater, we talked about, he uh, should be fit at last and, and back. He played this week, so he's only 24.4% owned. Uh, he could be an interesting option. Brett Maher, he is back this week after being on bye. He's down to 22% owned. Um so, but he is kicking in Green Bay. That might be a little bit more tricky as opposed to indoors like you normally would. So a few different options there for you. Uh, and Cade York is another one I'd be looking at. So Cade York is uh, only 7.8% owned because he's coming off the bye. Very, very good kicker, uh, rookie kicker. Uh, definitely the best in this class that's come out. So he has Miami. And in that game, if there's a lot of points required, that could be a really interesting one.
So that's going to do it for the waiver wire. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for all the support that you give us. If you uh, haven't left a review for us, please make sure you do whatever podcast you listen to us on. I'll be back later on the week for the uh, matchup show. If you want to ask some questions about anything I said last night, please go through and um, and send them to me on Twitter. And happy to help. Trade deadline is now a week, or you know, this week, or or maybe next week. So get actioning those trades, uh, make some differences to try and push into the playoffs. And good luck for this week in week ten. Uh, you won't, you know, if you're going to send me messages on saturday or sunday good luck i'm probably not going to answer many of them um given the fact i am away this weekend uh to go and watch the buccaneers in munich so probably won't hear too much from me um if there's questions being fired my way so just to set the expectation level but good luck this week good luck to everybody and um yeah looking forward to hearing how you get on and speaking to you all later in the week and next week as well and don't forget as always keep rushing HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.